Big Rab Show podcast is kindly sponsored by G1 Reads. They are the champion's choice, with many bands around the world playing G1 products, including two-time world champions in Vararian District. So check out g1reads.com as they keep the lights on here on the Big Rab Show podcast. there and welcome to another Big Rab Show podcast. How are you folks? Hope you are all keeping well out there in podcast land because yes, it's time for another Big Rab Show podcast and uh, yeah, you may have guessed by the title of this week's episode who we're talking to. Yeah, for those of you who have listened to our Fuse FM Balamoney radio show this week, you know exactly who we're talking to uh, because we talked all about it last night. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and yes, you may have guessed the reason why we have Kerr McQuillan on this week's show is because of this upcoming weekend's event, the Kids with Cancer charity event. So yes, expect a lot of talk about this because we're dead excited for it, of course. Now, before we get into all of that and the rest of this week's podcast, first of all, we have to welcome you because if this is your very first ever Big Rab Show podcast, then welcome. But where have you been? <laughs> <laughs> we are the show for the bagpiping folk, reflecting everything in the bagpiping world, be it Celtic music, folk music, or our bread and butter, which is competitive piping and drumming. If it's got bagpipes in it or near it at all, then we are the show for you, indeed. And uh, yeah, we've got quite a huge back catalogue now at this stage, so yeah, if you would like to go and check it out, please do, uh, especially if this is only your first episode. We've well over 200 plus episodes now, and a wealth of material talking about the piping scene over a number of years now, so a lot of stuff back there that you can check out at your leisure. But if you're only just joining us, then you're joining us at quite a cool time uh, because our promotion with the Piper's Dojo is still ongoing up until the end of the month, and you need to go and take advantage of it now. In fact, we've got a, a, quite a number of messages from folks asking, is it still there? I heard you saying that it was going. Is it still there? Yes, it's still there. But for a limited time, it's only going to be up until the end of February, and then it's gone. So what I'm talking about is go to thebigrabshow.com forward slash dojo, where you can get 30 days of premium membership of the Piper's Dojo website for $1. So that's 30 days to test it out, take the whole thing for a spin, and they drop the paywall on everything. And if it's not for you after 30 days, then hey, what have you lost? A bit of time. And a dollar, I suppose. But honestly, I think, you know, this has the Big Rab Show seal of approval that I stamp on it every time. There you go. Yeah, without fail, you will get something from this to start your piping journey, either as a complete bare-bone beginner or as someone who's quite advanced. You could still get something from this program, trust me. So well worth signing up for when the offer is still there because, like I said, at the end of February, it is Gone. So thebigrabshow.com forward slash dojo. Go and get signed up, guys. Yeah, seriously, it's quite a really cool offer. And I can't encourage you enough to go and take advantage of that. Now, like each and every podcast out there, we do have a way for you to help support the show. Now, it's not mandatory. And I know a lot of folks out there might not want to. But yes, we have a Patreon. Like every other podcast out there, we have a Patreon. And for every click of support, you can be part of the Patreon faithful. The Patreon faithful Yeah, and they're all absolutely awesome over there. We love our Patreon faithful. And uh, yeah, they actually play a huge role in our show. They actually, you know, 
kind of give us the direction of travel sometimes, you know, making suggestions for topics of the week or people to talk to, you know, possible interviews, you know, things that you guys want to talk about. That's where suggestions come from, is from our Patreon folk. And also, as a result of being a Patreon faithful, you get access to absolutely tons of extra content. Now, we have exclusive videos, interviews, performances, backstage stuff. There's tons of it. Episodes of Big Rab Show Plus. We also have our weekly Fuse FM Bala Money catch-up. Yeah, so if you do happen to miss our two-hour live radio show on Fuse, which is two hours worth of live piping and drumming every week on the radio, if you miss that, then you can get it on Patreon. There you go. Just download it every week and you can catch up with it. So not only can you listen to the Rab Show podcast here, but you also get two hours worth of a radio show in your pocket for being a Patreon supporter. There you go. So yeah, you get exclusive early access to some interviews before they hit the podcast. In fact, this interview that we're about to get into in this week's pod with Karen McQuillan and that has already seen the light of day on Patreon. There you go. So yeah. Consider being a supporter on Patreon. Help support us uh, through quite a difficult time, obviously, as the global pandemic. Uh, but, yeah, get your hands on tons of extra piping goodness. That's where it's at. All right, folks, let's get into the, yeah, listener mail. At this point, with every single podcast, we'd like to start the show with some listener mail. And this week, we actually have some. Yeah, because last week, we didn't. <laughs> Yeah, it's been real quiet on the listener mail front, uh, but we did get a couple of, of emails in this week. Uh, we got an email here from Matt Turnbull saying, no, 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 competition has never been about winning a medal. Ah, right, so this is whenever we were talking about competition, and if that was someone's pinnacle and all the rest, that's interesting. So he goes on to say, competition serves another purpose. Think of opera, for example. The stories are outrageous, the costumes are silly, and the staging is ridiculous. But that is not the point. Opera is the excuse to bring people together to listen to a great song, as to our lovely lovely instrument. Competition is the excuse to bring our community together to listen to great music. And that came from Matt Turnbull from Cap Caval. Thank you, Matt. I really appreciate that. And if anything... That's a very good argument there, I have to say. Because obviously now with the global pandemic and all the rest, we haven't had a competition season. And us piping folk haven't been gathering together like we normally would every single weekend here in the UK specifically. So there's a lot of people that we just haven't seen socially, you know. (laughs) So you would normally see them every weekend at a competition. Ah, hello, how are you? But you don't get that now. And so, yeah, as he says here, competitions do serve another purpose with just bringing people together of a like mind. Yeah. For some, it's not all about winning that trophy or hanging out in the beer tent. Uh, You know, some, it's more the social element and seeing people every week that, you know, share the same love as you do as the great Highland Pack Pipe. So there you go. Thank you, Matt, for that email. I really appreciate that. Okay, swiftly moving on. We have another listener mail here, and this one comes in from Cameron. Uh, How are you doing, Cameron? Are you well? He says, uh, hi, it may be a long shot, but I'll try. Okay, Cameron, what are you looking for here? mm. (laughs) Okay, he says, it's my wife's birthday on Wednesday the 17th. Oh, that's brilliant. Uh, He also says that, and she is a massive fan of you and your show. 
Oh, even better. <laughs> Her name is Kristen Purden. Yay! Happy birthday, Kristen! Yay! And she plays in a band named Vic Scottish here in Melbourne, Australia. Ah, oh, brilliant. So apparently she had plans of running a tour to the world last year, but had to cancel due to COVID. Ah, oh, how awful. Oh, God, that's terrible. Oh. So he says here, it would be awesome if you could give her a shout out in some way for her birthday. It would make her year. Oh, hey, that's horrible news about your world's trip for last year. That's terrible. But we really hope, that, honestly, that, you know, once all this pandemic nonsense is behind us, that you can get back and hopefully see us in Glasgow, yeah, for the world's. Oh, that's terrible news. But we really hope that you have a fantastic birthday, Kristen. And yes, happy birthday, Kristen! From all of us here on the Big Rab Show team, and of course from Cameron as well. Thanks, Cam, for sending that in, mate. There you go. <laughs> happy birthday, Kristen! Pardon! Yay! <laughs> there we go. Our listener mail's now giving people shout-outs on, on birthdays and stuff, but hey... You know, I don't mind at all if you have a birthday, anniversary, or someone's retiring in work or something, and you want to give them a shout on the pod, then you can. Of course, get your listener mail into us, folks. BigRabShow at gmail.com. We always love hearing from you. Uh, regardless, if it is just a birthday shout-out, or, yeah, if you do want to talk about something we've talked about in a previous episode, like Matt did there now, about the benefits of competition. There you go. Interesting stuff. Now, this would normally bring us round to the usual part of the show that we all know and love as Weekly Drone. Yes, Weekly Drone, that part of the show where you guys can submit your moans, your drones, your thoughts and feelings on the ongoing goings-on in the piping world absolutely anonymously. Yep, there's no names, there's no identifying factors, it's just a thought. Yeah, and your opinions. And I have to tell you that this week... We have none, absolutely none. Again, for a second week in a row, Weekly Drone has no inputs. Hmm, and I know that it's a lot of people's very favourite part of the show, Weekly Drone. In fact, it's one of mine as well. I absolutely love listening to Weekly Drones and your thoughts and feelings out there, guys. But uh, Weekly Drone has received absolutely bupkis over this past couple of days. A couple of weeks, actually. Uh, so, yeah. If you would like to, you can do. Take advantage of our section on the show, The Weekly Drone. Go to thebigrabshow.com forward slash weekly drone. Yeah, that's where you can do it. It's on our website. You'll see a big button for it at the top of the page. And you can fill out all your thoughts and feelings, your foibles, complaints, moans and drones. That's where it goes. And it's totally anonymous, folks. So there you go. Like I said, if you are worried about repercussions, about it blowing back on you or your band or or your association, or anything like that, then absolutely not, because there's no identifying factors. It's just brought to the show to start a conversation. And that's exactly what it is. It's an open mic for you guys to let us have it. You know what I mean? So that's where you go and do it. The Weekly Drone! Send it in. Yeah. <laughs> I'm hoping now that we will get some Weekly Drones for next week, because that if not, that would be three weeks in a row with nothing. Will we have to drop the Weekly Drone? Yeah, I don't know. If anything, there's been a little bit of a feature on the show that has been neglected for this past couple of weeks, and we've had it pointed out to us by a number of listeners, actually. So, sorry, guys. We forgot about Word of the Week. (laughs) 
Oh, yeah, we forgot about Word of the Week, which, oh my goodness, you talk about hanging a fence. For some folks, they're like, you forgot Word of the Week. Well, it's not that we forgot Word of the Week. It's that we didn't really feature it because we were, yeah, covering some quite heavy topics and stuff. So we just kind of politely didn't mention it. But, yeah, (laughs) here it is. It's the 17th of February, and since we've mentioned it, we have to talk about Word of the Week so, yeah, we look to Gareth Waddle to see what is this week's Word of the Week. It's time for Word of the Week here on the Big Rabsha Podcast. Hee-haw. <laughs> Thank you, Gareth. Yes, this week's word of the week is hee-haw. <laughs> Which, um, uh, how to describe that word to our international listeners, for you folk who not from the UK or Scotland for that matter, but if something is hee-haw, then you, you know exactly what hee-haw is. It's really hard to describe. Maybe you can help me explain that. I don't know. Uh, you can email me in Big Rab Show. Big Rab Show at gmail.com. That's our email address. If you have a suggestion for word of the week, and uh, or even if you want to try and translate that. I've tried to. I've typed it into search engines and stuff to get the translation of hee-haw. And uh, sometimes I get, it's the word that a donkey makes. No, that's not it. it something's just, it's a, it's a hee-haw. You know, a hee-haw. You know what I mean? That's a very straightforward, plain word that's used quite a lot here in the UK, and especially in Scotland. Yeah, so there you are. Hee-haw. Thank you. Word of the week. That's came from uh, Garth Waddle. And yeah, if you would like to submit a word of the week, you can do it again. Just email us, bigrabshow at gmail.com. That's where it happens. All right, let's get into some actual news then, shall we? Now, at the very start of the show, I really want to give a big plug and a bit of a promotion, yeah, to Alistair Donaghy, actually, and Eric Donaghy as well. These guys are in the middle of producing many world's trophies. Now, I'm sure you guys all know what the Grade 1 trophy looks like for the World Championships, the little spiky chanter. It's affectionately called spiky. Uh, So, yeah, a little model of that trophy is being produced by Alistair Donaghy. And um, they produced a number of them before for various different previous prize winners and give them so they can have a permanent little mini world's trophy on their mantelpiece at home, you know, as a kind of memento for the time that they actually lifted it for real. So these little tiny memento trophies are being produced now. And they're hoping that if they get 50 plus orders for these mini world's trophies, that they'll get enough orders in and they'll be able to produce them. Now, the cost of these per trophy are a little bit expensive. They're 130 quid per trophy. But seriously, for some previous world's winners out there to have such an incredible memento in their home like this, they look fantastic. And they they almost look like the real thing. Obviously, they're much smaller. There's little details that aren't included, uh, you know, just to kind of differentiate from the real thing. But, uh, yeah, these look absolutely amazing. And they are asking you to get in contact with them over social media, either to message them directly or all that. Or, of course, you can message us here in the Big Rab Show if you are interested in these little many world's trophies then we will certainly put you in contact with Alistair Alistair at the minute like I said he's putting the feelers out to see would there be interest for folks to buy these 
And honestly, looking at the, the previous run that they'd done of these little mini trophies, I dare say there will be a huge demand for them. Uh, so, yeah, talk about a great birthday gift, Christmas gift even. You know, this is something that someone who has lifted the worlds or never lifted the worlds would really love to see on their trophy or their on their trophy case or mantelpiece. Do you know what I mean? What a great memento. So there you go. If you are interested, please get in contact with Alistair Donaghy or even ourselves here in the Big Rab Show and we'll put you in contact. These little mini worlds trophies are absolutely amazing. Uh, yeah, I think the craftsmanship on them is incredible. So there you go. Yeah, I hope they do manage to get a, a, you know, enough orders in to be able to produce these. It's fantastic. Okay, I want to give a mention this week to Craig Moorhead. Now, Craig has been on the show before, talking about teaching and all the rest during the pandemic. But Craig actually has been quite active on YouTube. You guys might not have caught it, but yeah, this past week, he uploaded a a bit of a bagpipe tutorial for composers. Yeah, for those of you out there who want to take your hand to composing your first bagpipe tune, then check out Craig Moorhead's uh, tutorial. Yeah, he kind of walks you through the whole theory of it and how you should approach it whenever you're making down your notation. Really quite fascinating, the whole process. It's not just as simple as sitting and <laughs> humming a tune and then trying to get it on Chandler and then trying to get it on paper. And Yeah, Craig talks about the whole process and possibly the simple method and the easiest way to go about doing it. So go and check it out. It's on Craig Moorhead's uh, YouTube channel right now. Definitely worth a watch for any budding composer out there. Uh, You may pick up some pointers, actually, on how to speed up the whole process from getting it from you whistling it in the car at a traffic light to getting it down on paper and making it into an actual tune. There you go. Speaking of actual tune, I have to give a shout this week to Eric Evanhouse. Go on, Eric Evanhouse! Absolute legend. And the reason I'm giving him a shout is because we are kind of wanting to try and revive the Big Rab Show Hornpipe Challenge. It's been a while now since we've had any submissions for this. Now, for the longest time, the Big Rab Show Hornpipe was the introduction to our show. And, uh, yeah, we've changed it in recent days to the Lincoln Hilton tune, Big Rab's 200th. That's what you've been listening to for this last few weeks. That's the tune that was written for us by Lincoln Hilton following our 200th episode. So, yes, absolutely amazing tune. And we love starting the show with it. But we want to reopen the doors again. If you guys want to, you can... Learn the Big Rab Show Hornpipe and perform it. And you never know, you may become the brand new theme tune to the Rab Show podcast, you know? Our competition never really did close its doors. Uh, Some folks actually did think it was closed and we weren't accepting entries anymore. But no, no, if you do want to learn the Big Rab Show Hornpipe, we have shared out the sheet music, of course, and you guys can go have a go at it and be creative with it as well. You can play it dead straight, just play the tune itself, nothing else, nothing more. But, yeah, try and be creative with it. Have fun with it. It's a difficult tune. You know, some of the parts are more difficult than others, however. So maybe the first two parts are grand. Maybe after that, it gets a little funky. Uh, <laughs> gets a little difficult. Uh, but it's a cracking tune. And, again, thank you to Eric Evanhouse. We absolutely love it. And, uh, again, we would ask you guys, go on. Give it a go. You know? we had The sheet music is there. It's absolutely for free. Go and have a go at it, record it, and send it in to us. Of course, our email address, bigrabshow at gmail.com. There you are. Now, speaking of tunes and tune collections and stuff, we did mention on last week's podcast about Volume 2 of the Argyle and Southern Highlanders. 
Yes, it's in the process of being put together. And we did mention last week that we hope to get Davey Hunter on the show, who's, yeah, he's in charge of putting the whole thing together and getting the whole book gathered up, published, and all the rest. Davey is the man. So, yeah, a lot of folks actually were interested in the second volume of the Argyle and Southern Highlanders. So, yeah, we had to get Davey on the show. So, without further ado, let's introduce the man himself. Here's Davey Hunter. We've brought you back on the show again because you're in the middle of something really quite exciting. Do you want to tell folks about this new project that you're working on? Yeah, well, it's, I wouldn't say it's a new project as such. It's um, a continuation of hmm. a previous project. So we're now working through um, the Argyle and Southern Highlanders Collection Volume 2. Mm-hmm. Um, at this moment in time, we have 270 tunes already done from wow. the archives. And as of what day is today? Saturday. As of Wednesday, we've opened up the opportunity for um, pipers and and musicians in general mm-hmm. to um, submit compositions for um, selection. Really. Ah, wow! That's a serious amount of tunes, and this is why you're going for a second volume, really. Yeah. Because I've actually got so volume many. one here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. It's a fair dash. It is, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, obviously, the first book was a roaring success. We do know a lot of folks picked that up. And uh, now that Volume 2 is on the way, uh, I don't know, do, are you expecting sales to be around the same? I would say so, wouldn't you? I would say so, yeah. I, I believe I was speaking to um, Major Rowan, who's kind of um, spearheading this just on Wednesday, there, and he says they have, we've, got, I think we've got three boxes left of the books. Wow. And there because they're thicker books, there's not many in a box. So I think maybe 30 or 40 copies left of the first print. Yeah. Um, we are looking at doing a second print um, shortly. But yeah, we're hoping to kind of go down the same route and kind of get the same amount and have the same kind of uptake as as we did in the first book. So we've got um, a few of the missing tunes from book one will be in it. For, for example, Lock Inside. Yeah. Yep. Which, was, <laughs> which was missed from book one. Um, but Brilliant it's been tune. taken from the original manuscript as well, so it's going right back to the original version. I see, um, I see. Because there's been so many different interpretations of these tunes yeah. down the road. Do we? Like yeah. this one, all of these tunes are all going back to the origin, is that right? Yeah, a lot of the tunes that we're writing um, were taken from kind of pre-1940s manuscripts, so mm. even things like how they, wrote, how they wrote Grips is different yeah. to what we play and what we write now. So it's modernising a lot of the music, but still keeping the same kind of melody mm. um, and the, kind of the gracings that are that are known, um, and then just taking it from there. There you go. That's fascinating. Do you know, and and if anything, the whole premise behind Volume Two is where you're getting your contributions from. You know, these are all from folks who have been part of the regiment, yeah. like from years ago or even up until modern day. Yeah. Uh, so who are you asking for contributions from? Um, so originally, the 270 we've got are all from the archives. Right, yeah. So we've not actually approached, up until now, we've not approached anyone externally mm. um, for tune. It's all been stuff that's in um, what was Stirling Castle yeah. and what's been taken from there, what's been kind of went through and went yes, no, yes, no, yes, no, and kind of made it a, a book this big. <laughs> and then we've they filtered the first lot and they went back again and went, okay, let's look at the second lot of tunes. Um, are they good enough to go in or are they not? There's a few um, well-known pipe majors from the Argyles who 
have nothing in it because as far as they are concerned they're not up to the standard that they want the book to be at wow yeah so it, it's a very it's a it's a very tough group the mm. um the, the, the kind of the, the four guys that are doing the um the, the proofing and the kind of picking of tunes so it's a pretty high bar being mm. set here very, very yeah. high bar there you go. But that tells you something, though, that you know the level of work and commitment that's going into producing this second volume, that the quality is yeah. going to be there. Do you know what well, I mean? We started, book one came out in 2017 at the World's at Pipe and Life, mm-hmm. um, and it was 2018 before we started looking again. So we took, another, we took a full kind of 12 months to look at it, mm-hmm. and it's been a slow kind of burn from then. I've had a friend of mine doing a lot of the typesetting and, um, this time around, Kieran Roberts, um, because it just the workload that I've been I took on for other things is just was wasn't going to happen otherwise. Um, however, just recently we got another pile of tunes through from from Gordon and that, and there were seventy tunes in there. I managed to knock them out in four days. Wow, um, <laughs> that's <and> impressive. <laughs> and luckily they were all two four marches as well, which makes it worse. Oh, <laughs> so, <laughs> but um, yeah, so we've we've kind of been. Doing it slowly, the kind of the p- pandemic helped as well for me because it gave us it slowed everything down. Because mm. we did originally plan to have this released by now. All right, this yeah. was supposed to be released to last last summer was when mm. we had it penciled in for. Mm-hmm. But with everything going on and not having the stuff finished as well, it wow. was it's been delayed. However, we are planning mm-hmm. touch 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 wood to have it released at the worlds 2021 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay so we're, we're talking roughly august yeah yeah we might we might push it back um not necessarily to next year but kind of into the christmas sort of time if we because we can't if we can't do a piping live launch hmm. then we will we have considered looking at a digital launch as in um kind of getting performances of the tunes and things like that and kind of yeah but like I did for my own book and just kind of get the recital, um, which means folk can go back to it as well um, mm-hmm. and watch it. Indeed. So that is one of the plans that we're looking at, but nothing's kind of set in stone as of yet. So know. we'll wait on news on that then, David. Yeah, but yeah. I, I have to say, man, uh, you released part two um, of the performances and stuff uh, from your own book. Yeah. Man, that was amazing. <laughs> can I just say that? Some of the musicians in that were incredible. It's, <laughs> it's amazing. Um when I did when I did first the first part and I kind of planned on doing that, I put the feelers out to a lot of folk that I know and things like that. Mm-hmm. And then as time went on, I'm kind of going to kind of jumping in a bit to get get the, get it done. Yeah. And then folks start getting back to me saying, "Oh, you know, I'll get it back to you. I'll get back to you. I'll get back to you." And then nothing comes, and nothing comes, and you just kind of put a deadline on it. So I did. Mm-hmm. Um, and follow the, the day after putting that video, the original video up, I got three videos in. From oh. <laughs> that's typical that pipe band folk, like you know, yeah, yeah. Well, exactly. <laughs> but um, I was lucky enough to get um, Douglas Montgomery, who who plays with the chair. Yeah. Um, the tune that he's playing, a whole lot of folk. He's welcome to Glasgow was written for him. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. And then um, Lee Moore, who I've known for years, haven't he managed to play a few couple of tunes and small pipes. Yeah, yeah, and I put I put Scott and Scott's um, video at the end of it again because it's just it's a set that I love. I just love that set. It's it's, it's pretty kind of catchy. The heart, of, the heart of how I wrote the tunes. It's kind of the trad and the um, the folk scene with where they're from, and it's just yeah. 
phenomenal. It really comes across. I have to say, Lee's set was a particular highlight of mine. You know, yeah, these are yeah. amazing piper. So, guys, if you haven't caught part two of that, by the way, we've shared it out on the show page and that, of course, as well. But we'll probably we'll put in a couple of clips in that and here in this interviews just for you to enjoy. Yeah. So, awesome stuff. So, David, keep us posted on this book, man. Um, so this will hopefully launch around August time. Um, hopefully, yeah, all going well. Like the um, the submissions are to be in for the end of February. And that then gives the the kind of the the four guys to time to look at the submissions and kind of deem if they are of the the high standard that they want. Yeah. Because um, I said that there's four the four um, kind of categories for submission are it, the quite self-explanatory. I mean, you've got option one, you've got a serving member of five Scots to a balaclava company, which doesn't actually have a pipe band, but it doesn't mean that there's not pipers in it. Mm -hmm. um, or be a former member of the Argyles. That's quite straightforward. If, if yeah, it's a yeah. given, really. And mm -hmm. um, the second, if a family member who's had member uh, had a family member whose family had served in the Argyles or back to the ninety first, ninety third, right, going all the way back to mm -hmm. uh, starting, if they've got tunes written by serving members, they can submit them. Oh, if you're if you're yeah. born in Argyleshire. You can submit tunes, and if you are, if they're written about Argyleshire or about the regiment, then they may be considered. That's the guess that not option four is kind of the vague one where, if it's a cracking tune, they'll use it. If it's a mediocre tune, it probably won't get used. Yeah, yeah, because it's, it. it's it's mm. not as if we need to spill, fill the space. No. We've got plenty <laughs> of tunes already sitting there, yeah. um, and it is a, it's kind of a, a tight. Um, a tight category to get tunes for because you don't want to just kind of fill it up for the sake of filling up. Like no. we're not, we're not, um, we're not approaching composer and going, "Have you got anything? Have you got anything?" You know, you're, 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 yeah. If they want to submit, yeah. they can submit. If they don't, then that's fine by us. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. I know I'm submitting a tune personally, but good stuff. <laughs> I was just about to ask. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was actually for the first four years of my life, I was actually brought up in Argyle. Right, there you go. Um, there's the connection. My dad's yeah. in the Royal Air Force at uh, RAF McRahanish near Campbelltown. Mm -hmm. So ah, there's there my connection. <laughs> so I'm glad that you're getting a tune in there, David. That's brilliant. Well, well I'm, I'm going to try anyway. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. Well, you'll have to keep us posted here on the Rab Show, mate, about this exciting well, new dude. release, man. And yeah, we'll be yeah looking forward to you know the launch event, if it's in person, if it's virtual, whatever it is, be sure to let us know. Because we'd love to well, check up on that. All right, David. No well, thanks a million for chatting to us. Yeah, no and problem. We'll hopefully catch up with you down the road, man. Take care. No worries, man. All the best. And there you go. That's David Hunter there. Quite an interesting project, that one. Uh, yeah, certainly one that we'll be keeping an eye on. And as soon as we have more details on the release date, where to grab it, all that sort of stuff, we will certainly let you guys know. Yeah. So, moving on. Um, this week, I wanted to give a shout to a good friend of the show, actually, uh, Dyron Cundiff. Yeah, Dyron actually sent us a bit of a care package from the Chattanooga Pipes and Drums. Chattanooga Pipes and Drums! Yeah, shout out to you, Dyron. He sent us over a couple of t-shirts, actually, and uh, moon pies. Mo moon pies. Which are like, they're confectionery. They're like, uh, let me see, how do I compare them to UK stuff confectionery? Uh, wagon wheels. I suppose, yeah, they're like big wagon wheels uh, that we would get in the UK. But yeah, moon pies. Um, yeah, absolutely delicious. So thank you very much, Dyron. 
<laughs> Good friend of the show, actually. Yeah, so uh, he's been on the show before, actually. I think I managed to chat to him at Stone Mountain when I was there last year, or the year before. What year is this? Uh, yeah, but yeah, managed to catch up with Dyron, and it's just brilliant managing to send me over a care package like that. Very thoughtful, and a huge thank you to that. That's just fantastic. And shout out to the guys at the Chattanooga Pipes and Drums. Who won the Chattanooga? Woo! So unfortunately, at this point in the show, I have to get into quite uh, a sad story, I suppose, at this point. And just yesterday, from the day I'm recording this on the 17th of February, uh, there was a quite sad announcement that David Bone, MBE, uh, had passed away. David was quite a prolific teacher and was a founder member of the 1st Trin Boys Brigade Pipe Band. He was, like I said, a founder member of the band and he'd been involved in teaching pipers in the organisation for years and years and years. For the last few years, his son Chris had been pipe major of the band, and with them both at the helm, they'd won every major championship in the novice juvenile grade. You know, he must have taught hundreds and hundreds of players from all over the years, and a good number of them are still playing in grade one now today. And all the way up until lockdown in March, Davy was still continuing to teach youngsters of all ages, of all abilities. Uh, so from all of us here on the Big Rab Show team, we want to wish our sincerest condolences to all of David's family and to all at First Trin Boys Brigade Pipe Band. I'm sure you guys will agree whenever we say that he will be severely missed. Yeah. So, aye. Our sincerest condolences from all of us here on the Big Rab Show team. Very sad news indeed. Okay, I have to move on, and I have to say that this is quite a good time if you are interested in getting new music. So like what this heard there from Davy Hunter and the Argyll and Southern Highlanders have a new volume of tunes coming out, so that's to look forward to. We also had Eric Evanhouse and his tune of the Big Rab Show, of course, go and check that out. Um, but yeah, I have to give a mention this week to Lincoln Hilton, who has quite excitedly announced volume 23 of Modern Piping. Yes, that's now volume 23. Can you believe that? I can almost remember when we were announcing volume (laughs) 1. So, yeah, this includes tunes from quite prolific names in the piping scene, like Lincoln himself. Uh, But we also have our Alistair McLaren, Scott Wallace, Bruce Gandy, Dougie Dougie McCain's, Dougie the Piper, of course, and Alex Alex Gandy. Yeah, so Alex is actually really quite, quite interesting. He has a, a new kind of arrangement of the Little Cascade. This this one's put in 7-8. Mm, I would love to hear that, actually. So, yeah, for more information, of course, go to mdpiping.com where you can get the latest volume, volume 23. Now, if you are interested, of course, in a previous volume, you can get the actual sheet music for Big Rab's 200th. There you go. So, yeah, if anyone out there wants to try and play that tune, which is played at the start of every podcast now, then go and check that out, mdpiping.com. And I think it's volume 22, maybe 21. I can't remember off the top of my head. Something like that. But yeah, go and check it out, mdpiping.com. And you can go and have a search through all your volumes. But yeah, number 23 is out now. All right. Moving on, I want to give a bit of a mention this week to Mandura and Peel Pipe Band. Now, forgive me. I've probably pronounced that brutally wrong. Uh, so this is stuff that Rab got wrong. But yes, Mandura and Peel Pipe Band are actively appealing for new members. Are you interested in lifting the sticks or the bagpipes for that matter for the first time? Or even, yeah, 
you know, if you're a seasoned player, a grizzled old veteran, and you would like to tick up the challenge again, then Mandura and Peel Pipe Band want to hear from you. If you are interested, of course, you can email them at mandurahandpeelpipeband at gmail.com and they are interested to hear from everyone. So uh, the statement actually from Garth, uh, the pipe major, he says, whether you've never touched a drumstick or a set of bagpipes in your life, or you played many years and want to rekindle the hobby. The band is always on the search for new members. There you are. So if you are interested, of course, and you are in the Mandura area, then why not give them a shout? Yeah. And get some piping done. Down and down. Fantastic stuff. <laughs> so good luck, guys, on the recruitment uh, drive there. Great to see. Okay. I wanted to give a special mention this week, actually, to quite an interesting video, which is so impeccably timed for me personally yes i'm talking about the music service for pipes and drums now just yesterday actually just whenever i'm recording this on the 16th of february i was sitting here practicing uh, where's my chanter actually it's just yeah just here yep here we go have a chanter it's there believe it or not i might you might, probably can't hear it in the mic it's there but yeah shout out to the music service for pipes and drums uh they actually uploaded a video called perfecting your tarluths and this is part of their brand new Masterclass series. And guys, I have to say, it was really invaluable. However, it did raise some question marks with some folks. Uh, so, yeah, just asking, wow, my turlets were terrible. <laughs> Do you know, whenever you have to break it down really slow like the, and methodically like they play it in this video, you realise just sometimes maybe your tarlets are maybe not up to scratch and uh, I already know my tarlets aren't and I'm still learning them really and yeah going through my A, my B, all of that it's really a great great video and uh, yeah for those of you like me who are possibly learning movements and stuff like that you know it could be really useful and help you with your practice at home so if anything Andrew Shilladay and I had a bit of a practice session last night and tarlets were one of the things that come up that yeah rab needs more practice <laughs> ah, we'll get there we'll get there it's a battle uh but yeah honestly it's a great video and i hope to see more actually in this masterclass series from the music service for pipes and drums uh definitely a very useful tool for a lot of folks at home obviously with lockdowns and all the rest and they yeah they need some help with practice on that so this could maybe help you um so if you are struggling with tarlets like me then why not go and check out that video then from the Music Service for Pipes and Drums on their YouTube channel. Well worth watching. There you go. Okay, I'm sure you guys were wondering when was going to Big Rab going to get into it? When is he going to say it? The Kids with Cancer Charlie event. Woohoo! Yep, it's coming this weekend. Saturday, the 20th of February, held online through the Eventbrite website. The Kids with Cancer Charity Event 2021. It's finally here, guys. Now, I have to say, us on the Big Rab Show team, you may have noticed we've kind of slowed down on some of the content this last while. Uh, there hasn't been as much YouTube stuff going on, all of that. Well, there's a reason. Well, basically because Andrew Shilladay and myself have been part of the organizing team for this incredibly incredible charity event. And, uh, yeah, it has not been easy. Putting this together, it's been quite a lot of work, uh, but I think we've now finally got there. And then come Saturday the 20th, 7pm here in the UK, we expect to unleash a blistering performance for you guys 
this is going to be an event you will not want to miss. Now, granted, I know a lot of people will be listening to this right now going, ah, Rab, come on, it's not the same. You can't go to a venue. You can't drink pints with your mates and then join the crack. And, you know, but yes, I completely agree. It isn't the same. And yeah, we can't go to the Royal Hotel in Cookstown, have a few pints and have the crack, you know. But this is the only way we could do it. Of course, with lockdown and everything that's happening here in the UK, doing events like this virtually is the only real way to do it, I suppose. So, yeah, we managed to bring you some real blistering performances. I want to talk about them, but I don't want to spoil it. I can tell you what the lineup is, but again, you guys probably already know who all's playing at this already. The likes of Stephen McWhorter, Garth McLee, Stephen Shedden, Willie Glenholms, John Lappin, Kerr McQuillan, who we're going to hear from later, uh, Jamie Coffey, uh, Jordan Bailey, Lincoln Hilton, Pipe Major Stuart Little, Sean Maloney, Andrew Carlisle, Ashley McMichael, and Ryan Couples-Mendez. We also have country singer Cleona Hagen, which was brilliant, by the way. We also have some bands involved. We have the Hassan family from Column Kill. We have the County Armagh drum major class, and that was really quite cool from them. Stop it. I'm going to spoil it now. Uh, we have the Matt Boyd Memorial Pipe Band. We also have Tully Lagan, their Grade 3B band, plus their juniors as well. Uh, we also have St. Joseph's are in there. Go on, St. Joseph's! class and we also have uh Rivara drum corps from grade two of course world champions so they're in there we also have wapal the western australian police pipe band okay i'm not allowed to say anything uh, we also have klaus kelt in there as well oh my god right i i have to be really careful what i say i've been warned Well, because I'm part of the organising team, I've seen the videos coming in for this. And I know Andrew Shilladay has been furiously editing behind the scenes, putting this all together. And I've seen it. And I can't really say anything else other than... um, Get tickets for it, folks. All right. This has the Big Rab Show seal of approval. Approval? Approval! You need tickets for this, seriously, because it is ticket holder only, have to stress. The only way for you to get access to actually watch this is to go through eventbrite.co.uk and pick up tickets for it. And then the video will drop on the 7th, not the 7th, on the 20th of February at 7, that's what I meant to say, uh, here in the UK, and bang, we're about to slap the pipe band world in the face with such a huge... Huge event. I'm really excited for this. Now, I have to say, ticket sales for this event have been absolutely amazing, but we really want to raise as much money as we possibly can. So, yeah, if you can, please go to eventbrite.co.uk, search for the Kids with Cancer charity event, and pick up tickets for this. Seriously, you will not be disappointed. There's been a wealth of work went into this, both by the artists, the performers themselves, but also from us in the backroom team, I suppose. It honestly helps support quite an amazing charity, the Children's Cancer Unit at the Royal Victoria Hospital in Belfast. These kids and their parents, uh, their families, all need your help and support during this incredibly difficult time of COVID-19, of course, but also through the ongoing difficulty of uh, going through cancer treatment, you know, and hopefully the eventual remission and all of that. It's really quite a terrible time for kids and for families And this is one time that the piping scene gathers together every year to try and help. And we're hoping you guys can get involved this weekend. And like I say, pick up tickets, tune in, 
and I'm allowed to say this, this is one of the things I had in my show notes that I'm allowed to talk about, you have over three hours worth of piping and drumming for you guys to enjoy. Now the beauty of this is, is you can enjoy it in the comfort of your own home, you know, tune in, watch it on your telly at home, crack a few cans out of the fridge, you know, and I know, yes, it's not in a hotel and you can't hang out with all the rest of your piping buddies, but, you know, you can do it safely in the comfort of your own home with your own carryout and you can sit there in your slippers and enjoy it, you know. <laughs> I just have images of people sitting in dressing gowns with slippers on, drinking beer, listening to this. So I'm really excited. I'm looking forward to it. Now, I have to say, if the price of the tickets is too expensive for you and you can't stretch to the full cost, don't worry. There is still a way that you can help support the charity. There is a PayPal address where you can send in your donations. It's kidswithcancer2020 at outlook.com. So they are accepting donations. If you can't afford to get yourself tickets, there you are. So they go, yeah, help support. Quite an amazing charity. Quite an amazing event that's coming this weekend. I'm dead excited about it. Now, obviously, we're going to talk to Care McQuillan more about it uh, in this week's interview because Care and his performance that he put together for this. It's historic. All right, that's all I'm going to say. Honestly, it's a it's a stamp in time that you really need to be a part of. You need to see what care and that has managed to put together for this. It's incredible. So that's happening Saturday the 20th of February, 7 p.m. UK time. That's all I'm going to say on, on this week's show. Go and grab tickets. Avoid disappointment. Be a part of it. All right, moving on. I have to give a mention to, well, one of the the only games that I've ever been to in the United States, the Stone Mountain Highland Games. Yo! Now, why am I giving them a shout? Well, they've actually put out an announcement on their social media saying that the 49th annual Stone Mountain Highland Games and Scottish Festival will be back in 2021! Yes, they put this out on social media, and I have to say, so many people were so excited for this, myself included. The dates are, of course, October 16th to 17th, and uh, we are really looking forward to this, because obviously when Stone Mountain Highland Games pulled the plug uh, last year as a result of COVID-19 and everything, it was heartbreaking, you know? So we do know a lot of folks, they would get head to the Stone Mountain Games every year and it is a highlight of their calendar. And I can thankfully say that I was actually there in person one time many moons ago. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's so, so good to see that they're able to open the doors again. So yeah, October 16th and 17th of this incoming year, the Stone Mountain Highland Games will reopen the gates again. And we're so excited for it. So there you go. Get those dates in your calendar if you do plan to go to Stone Mountain uh yeah i can't recommend it enough guys it'll be a real real humdinger of a competition we're looking forward to that awesome stuff okay for you dropkick murphy fans out there i have to give a special mention this week to them yes they announced of course on st patrick's day wednesday 17th of march they will be holding a st patrick's day live stream entitled still locked down which I think is a brilliant title. But if you guys remember the live stream that the Dropkick Murphys did last year at St. Patrick's Day during all of this pandemic nonsense, that was all sorts of memorable for all sorts of different reasons. It was really quite incredible. So go and check out the Dropkick Murphys on St. Patrick's Day and it'll actually be live streamed here in the UK at 11pm. There you are. So go and check that out. For more information, go and have a look at the Dropkick Murphys social media. They've put all the announcements out on where you can go and tune in to watch it. There you go. 
Okay, on to more music news then. I have to give a shout this week to Project Smoke. But Project Smoke have finally announced that they will be releasing their upcoming EP. Just this past week, they managed to receive the masters of it, and apparently they're going to be releasing the first single from the EP on the 5th of March. Now, that's a really good sign, because it tells us that they could be edging ever closer to finally releasing their first EP. I I can't wait for it. It's been too long. Project Smoke have been involved in the Celtic scene now for way too long without any actual recordings. They've been an absolute blistering act and uh, have been receiving rave reviews and awards all across the Celtic music scene. So I'm so excited to see their upcoming EP. Finally, they got their backside in the studio and recorded something. (laughs) So, yeah, for those who are waiting for something from Project Smoke, that's coming soon. Uh, Yeah, but the first new single released on Friday the 5th of March. So keep an eye out for that, folks. There you go. Speaking of new music, I have to give a shout-out to the City of Regina Pipe Band. Did you guys see this, actually? Yeah, now the band themselves, apparently, according to their statement, they couldn't offer their Midwinter Celtic Festival in 2021. Yeah, but the band themselves did record the band singing a song called the CRPB Well-Blown E. Yeah, now, of course, with the whole trend at the moment with sea shanties and stuff, yeah, this band produced this incredible song. And guys, guys, it's the stuff of legends. <laughs> Apparently, the song was written by band members themselves, and the song has been a feature uh, in the band Bus on trips back from games from Canada and the US and even in Scotland. So, shout out to the City of Regina Pipe Band and their well-blown E song. If you haven't listened to it yet, just type it into your search engine on YouTube or whatever. You'll find a video of it. It's honestly well worth a listen. If you do like sea shanties and the likes, um, but yeah, it looks like the City of Regina Pipe Band have been singing this for a while because they seem to really enjoy it. Fantastic stuff. (laughs) Okay. Now, I did mention last week that we will be waiting on the results from the National Piping Centre's 25th anniversary junior competition. And this past weekend, they did announce them. Now, I'm not going to again sit here and read a hashtag list. If you are interested in who won what at the National Piping Centre competition, you can visit their website, thepipingcentre.co.uk, or you can even check out bagpipe.news. They have the full listings there for every grade, who won what, and all the rest. Ourselves in the Rab Show, honestly, we just want to say congratulations to all of the prize winners and to even to all the sponsors and that involved in the event uh you know honestly it was quite a huge affair and uh such a great entry and the level of talent as well we have seen a number of the recordings actually spin out from this absolutely fantastic to see the level of talent and effort and hard work that these kids have put into this competition Simply fantastic. So thank you to the National Piping Centre. I think this event is a roaring success and we really can't wait for the 25th anniversary. (laughs) Yeah, let's bring it on. Or the 26th, actually, to the next one. This was the 25th. So bring on the next one. We're looking forward to it. Okay. Again, a new music. Uh, I have to give a mention to Ali Levesque. It seems to be every week I'm talking about Ali Levesque. Uh, But, yeah, Ali actually wrote a brand new tune and published it on his social media over the course of the weekend. Well... Over the course of Valentine's Day, he wrote a brand new tune for his uncle Norman's 60th birthday. Aww. Isn't that brilliant? But honestly, guys, it's an absolute floor thumper is what I call them. You know one of them tunes that you just can't help hit the floor? It's one of those. Yeah, so go and have a listen to it. Shout out to Ali Levac. Absolutely blistering whistle playing there. Oh, simply amazing. 
And also a shout out to Craig Alexander on guitar, who was his accompaniment. Simply brilliant. Go and have a listen to it. And Ali's actually been promising a lot of new music this last while. He tells us all to stay tuned. So, yeah, very cryptic, Ali, but we are looking forward to that. Now, I have to give a shout to some good friends of the show, actually. Uh, So, Peter and Ross from Tartan Tunes. Did you guys manage to see on their social media over the weekend, Tartan Tunes, uh, their online live show, which featured Donald McPhee and John Carmichael? Did you guys see this? Oh, my word. Donald McPhee joined the guys for a bit of a chat to talk all things piping. And honestly, some of the performances that Donald had as well. Wow. Simply wow. So, yeah, go and have a listen to it if you haven't already. Go and visit Tartan Tunes on social media. Um, Honestly, it's a fantastic conversation. Really fascinating hearing all about Donald's background. You know, his wealth of piping experience. And the performances from Donald, honestly, was simply outstanding. So I have to say, well done to Tartan Tunes. It was a real cracking show. I thoroughly enjoyed it and kept me really entertained over the course of the weekend. Uh, so, yeah, I would give that a big rap show seal of approval right there. Go and have a listen to it. It was an absolutely incredible show. Yeah. Okay, swiftly moving on. I have to give a mention this week to Kyle High. Yes, Kyle Howe, of course, has been furiously busy over there on YouTube, as you guys know. But this last week, he actually released a video that was really quite fascinating. Now, for anyone out there who's ever thought about purchasing one of these Blair Digital Chanters, uh, Kyle released a video about the Blair Digital Chanter and his own personal setup and how he likes to set it up with the sensitivity levels, the pitch and the tone and all that sort of stuff. I'm not going to spoil it, but go and have a watch at it. Seriously... Quite a fascinating video, and it shows off the functionality of this Blair Digital Chanter, which is really quite an interesting tool. You know, a lot of musicians are using them now, and uh, like I said, Kyle has been using his a lot now this last while, so definitely worth looking at. Shout out to Kyle. Go and have a look at his video. Upcoming very, very soon. Yeah, or very, what do you mean upcoming? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, go and have a watch at it. It's honestly very, very good, so shout out to Kyle. Thank you, man. Alright, now the reason why I'm saying this is upcoming very soon is because next in my show notes is the Desert Branch of Wuspaba have put out an announcement saying that they're holding an online competition. Yeah, now for more information on this, I would like you to go to the Eventbrite website. This is all being ran through it. Now the dates for these, it's yeah, it's starting on Sunday, March 14th and running all the way through to March the 25th. Now we think that's the date when you have to register and then... Yeah, I think submissions will be accepted between March 14th and 24th. That's how it works. And then the date closes and then all of the results will be announced on March 31st. Now, I could tell you more details about the judges, all of your brackets and stuff and all your grades and all of that, but your playing requirements. But honestly, for more information, go and check out the Eventbrite website. It's all the information's up there now. I have to say, shout out to Wuspaba, by the way, and the Desert Branch for running an online competition like this. It's like a sanctioned event. Honestly, we think it's an extremely positive move, and we do hope to see more of this. Uh, it is $20, $20 per entry, I have to say. Uh, so, yeah, maybe expensive for some, but honestly, cheap at twice the price. Well worth entering and taking part in this. So shout out to Wuspaba and their Desert Branch, their up-and-coming online competition. Looking forward to that. Okay, before we get into this week's topic, I have to give a special mention to a couple of things. And uh, yeah, shout out to Stephen Shedden. Go on, Stephen Shedden. 
Stephen Shannon, uh, yeah, put up recently on his social media a Duthert remix. Now, you guys know the famous Duthert salute. Of course, everyone knows it. Well, Stephen done his own version of it. And, oh, my God, it's just ridiculous. For these drummers out there who can really appreciate good stick control, have a watch at this video. Steven is just insane with his stick control. I have no idea where his left hand comes from. But uh, I wish I could chop it off and use the left hand myself for my own drumming because my left hand's terrible. Uh, but yeah, Steven Shedden, what an incredible video and what a performance. Uh, the Duthert remix, go and have a look at it. It's up there now on Steven Shedden's uh, social media. Well worth watching, uh, definitely. It's an absolute slapper, as they say. Also, for those of you who like a good game of bingo, yeah, go and help support the Dundee City Pipe Band. Yeah, I know that's random, isn't it? But on the 19th of February, they're holding an online bingo competition to help raise funds for the band. So for more information, go and check out Dundee City Pipe Band and you can contact Nicola, of course, for how to enter, how to submit your payment and you get your little bingo book sent to you and all the rest and you can sit at home and play bingo. There you go. Isn't that an incredible way to raise money for a band? I think it's brilliant. Just a wee game of bingo. Help raise some much-needed funds for the Dundee City Pipe Band. Awesome stuff. All right. I have to get moving on. Yeah, I have to give a very quick mention to the Hong Kong Oriental Pipe Band. Shout out to the Hong Kong Oriental. You. Now, the reason I'm doing that is because I just want to wish you a very happy new year. Now, yeah, mm. You did tell me how to say Happy New Year in Chinese. Uh, I've been trying to learn this, but I'm not going to bring it to the podcast because I'll absolutely get it wrong and I'll be slapped with something. Uh, So, yeah, but Happy New Year to everyone there in China who celebrated the New Year. And, uh, yeah, shout out to the Hong Kong Oriental Pipe Band who uploaded a performance video of them actually playing chanters and pads and stuff at home. It's really cool to see. So if you are interested in that, go and have a look at it. And apparently this is the year... Of the ox. Hmm. There you go. The year of the ox. I don't know many oxen around Northern Ireland. There you go. But yes, Happy New Year to everyone in China. All right. Now, if that couldn't get any more random, Stevie Shedden, bingo, and Happy New Year in China, right here in the Big Rab Show podcast. There you go. <laughs> Woo! Class. Right. At this point in the show, uh, I think I'm descending into madness. But it's this time. Or I should go and get myself a big cup of tea. It's time for the topic of the week. The British Drum Company. As a young player in the drumming world, that has established its reputation as a manufacturer of exceptional drum kits. And it's now turning its attention to the bagpiping world. The world of pipe band drumming is represented by the Axial Range. Launched in August 2019 with innovative features. Developed alongside British Drum Co. International Marching Specialist, Jim Kilpatrick, MBE. The stunning Axial Range was then selected by the Grade 1 Drum Corps of Glasgow Police Pipe Band for the 2020 season. British Drum Co. drums are all handmade, made by craftsmen in Stockport in the UK. The build quality and attention to every detail is second to none, contributing to British Drum Co.'s reputation as artisan makers of some of the finest drums available today. These drums are available only through approved British Drum Co. specialist dealers. For more information on all British Drum Co. products, please visit BritishDrumCo.com or follow on Facebook, Instagram or Twitter. The British Drum Company. Look amazing, sound amazing, feel amazing. 
LoneStarPiper.com. Your one-stop shop for all of your piping and drumming needs. Thanks to the continued support of their friends and customers throughout the years, Lone Star Piper is now the official retailer for R.G. Hardy in the United States of America. From custom hand-sewn Gaelic-themed kilts and uniforms to R.G. Hardy and Henderson bagpipes, LoneStarPiper.com has you covered from head to toe. With R.G. Hardy's extensive line of products, they have everything you need to be successful on or off the grass. If you have any questions about any of the products they carry, you can contact Jeremy at sales at LoneStarPiper.com. LoneStarPiper.com, helping champions look and sound their best. McClellan Bagpipes, from North American artisan bagpipe maker Roddy McClellan, from Uist in Scotland. They adhere to the highest traditions of Scottish bagpipe making, using the finest materials, employing bespoke design and committing to constant innovation and evolution. Including exciting new products such as the Elevation Chanter, plus restoration work on vintage bagpipes for the next generation. Check out bespokebagpipes.com for more information. McLaren Bagpipes. Born in Scotland, made in the USA. Hello, this is Scott Wood. And you're listening to The Big Rab Show. Ah, yes. Topic of the week time, and welcome back. And, uh, yeah, this week we are talking to Kerr McQuillan. Now, you guys know Kerr. He's been quite regular on the show here, especially around this time of year, where he would be a mainstay at the Kids With Cancer charity event. Well, we got talking to Kerr, obviously because he's been really quite involved in social media in that this last while. With this whole new rebranding of KMQ percussion and all the rest, it's been really fascinating watching Care delving into the world of social media and bringing pipe band drumming to the whole new scene and a whole new audience. And he's been doing it with the help of Chris Coates. Chris obviously has came from the piping scene as well, but he has a real ear and an eye for social media and for video and for photography and all this kind of stuff, and has produced some real flashy images and video footage of Care doing his thing. And I have to say, what the guys managed to produce for the Kids With Cancer charity event this weekend, I did say it earlier. Honestly, it's a stamp in time. This thing that those guys produced, I've never seen anything like it. And it's incredible. Honestly. Uh, so, without me singing their praises any further, let's actually have a chat to the guys. So here's Karen McQuillan and Chris Coates on the Big Rab Show podcast. So, welcome to the podcast. A drummer that's pretty well known in the piping scene, I have to say, is Mr. Karen McQuillan. Kerr, how are you, sir? Yeah, all good, Rab. How are you? Good. I'm great, thanks, mate. Yeah, all good. I'm way too over-caffeinated for this podcast this week, but all good. And also joining us this week, we have uh, Chris Coates as well. Hi, Chris. How are you doing? Not bad, Rob. Thanks very much for having us. No bother at all. Now, the reason I brought both of you fellas on board the podcast this week is because Care has been incredibly busy on social media, I think it would be fair to say. You've relaunched yourself, Care, with KMQ. Do you want to tell us about this? Yeah, so, I mean, from, from the very start, I've been releasing videos on Facebook, Instagram, and my social media platforms. Um, and I feel like social media is such a big influence especially for us young people uh, and it could be a big game changer for the pipe band world but I was posting videos and um, me in my room drumming innocent videos but then I wanted to kind of up the quality but not take away from what I was actually doing and the innocence of it so I spoke to Chris 
uh, who I'd met the season previous and we just got chatting and Chris was able to help and we just started having a think about what kind of content we'd like to release and something we kind of focused it on was we liked the idea of me in my room drumming enjoying the music because that's what it's all about yeah and we, we didn't want to take that away but up in the quality in terms of the audio and video and Chris was Chris was able to help me with that so, Chris, you're the guy responsible for these incredibly high production value videos. For the folks out there who haven't seen these, by the way, go and check them out. They're incredible. Chris, do you want to tell us about the process then and making these videos? Yeah, for sure. So, for me, it's interesting because I'm a wee bit older than Kerr, but we're still at the same sort of point on a journey where I'm really just starting to take this serious, the, the media and the, the creating the videos, and he's obviously rebranding starting to take his brand very seriously so it's a good relationship from that point that we can work together and uh, basically I'd done some work my media involvement in Pipe Band sort of stretches back to when I played with Loman and Clyde and we started me and my younger brother started making sort of little promo videos to the days of the majors that we'd release and then um, it kind of just kept growing and I was lucky enough to do some work with Jordan Bailey and uh, Care's dad, Stevie, his uh, brand Proline, and we made a website for them and a couple of promo videos. And then it was really off the back of that that we got speaking to Care. And it basically what Care said, I said, I'd never want to take away from the authenticity and the synthetity of your brand, but let's we could develop it. And it was something he was very passionate about. So really off that, we got towards making this the first video, uh, Addison Ray, it's called the that you've obviously seen and made that and we shot it back in June, July when there was a sort of sort of easement in the lockdown and we were able to see each other. And then really one thing went to another and it ended up just getting a bit delayed and we decided further on November, let's try get it out, let's let's get it finished and through. And then off the back of that he obviously told me about the opportunity he has um through the excellent cause for the, the kids charity concert and that's the sort of thing we've been working on since is to prepare his performance for that which we've just finished doing actually there you go so chris you're the guy responsible then for all the drone footage and stuff of the clyde would that be right yeah so we uh, when we first started that there was another uh, young guy in the band liam that uh really started that and we, we put out you might or might not remember we had a performance of our medley from that year and it was at glasgow green and that really started the push for it and then from that me and mainly me and my younger brother made these sort of promo videos that we like to put out on the days of majors and it really to do with the sort of media work we do in pipe bands it really just took off from there yeah that was fantastic honestly i remember speaking about it at the time on the radio saying guys you have to go and see this video it's amazing so yeah kind of segues into what we're looking forward to now care in uh well the 20th of february with the yeah. kids with cancer charity event and uh, you have been heavily involved in producing I'm not going to give it away because I've been warned not to, uh, but quite an incredible performance for this concert. Do you want to tell us a little bit about it? Yeah, so back when I got a message from Gary asking if I would play, it was obviously a no-brainer for such a great cause, as Chris has mentioned. But um, I sat down and I think to myself what I wanted it to be about because I could have recorded myself on my phone playing Jigs Hornpipe, the standard type of thing, and I thought, that's great, you know, that's brilliant. People have done it. I've done that in the past at the charity night. But I thought, why don't I do something different? Because I've got time in my hands as well. 
through the lockdowns and not not being a band or etc. So yeah. we we sat down with a chat. I brought Chris into discussion and we we thought about what we wanted it to look like. And again, it's the the innocence of me just drumming. But again, we want to enhance the audio and the video. But we we thought, why don't we have a piece in it that um, relates to everyone? Now, that is a hard thing to do and to piece all that together um, because it could be one musical genre genre into another. Mm. But we, we spent months deciding on the perfect tunes and transitions to go into each one. And finally, we were, were pretty happy with what we got. But in terms of what's in it, obviously not giving too much away. There are different musical genres. And there's a traditional side. And, the, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a big production similar to the Addison Ray video. But in, in our opinion, it's probably up in it just a slight bit again. And that's because that's my journey, we want to incrementally take little steps and build them a profile. And I think that's shown through our videos as well. That we, we're loving the journey that we're, we're going on. Um, but it's just a small increment of steps as well. That's it. I was coming across care, to be honest, you know, watching your first few videos, you know, as you say, you're just recording them in the house on your cell phone, yeah. but now seeing where they're at now, it's yeah. just ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen the video and I'm not allowed to you know, tell people what's in it, but oh my God, uh, <laughs> people are in for a hell of a treat. So I have to tell you now, if you're listening now and you haven't got tickets, Go and grab them, even if it's just to watch KMQ do his thing. You need to go and see this. So tickets available on eventbrite.co.uk. There you are. Shameless plug. See the way I worked that in there? Yeah. You, you nearly think I'm good. I, I do this for a living. There you go. Um, <laughs> so, lads, can I ask you then, you did say social media is incredibly important, especially for the younger, younger generation. How do you feel piping and drumming use social media and how could they do it better? It's... It's a difficult one because social media, it's a, it's a thick old kind of world, you know, because it's easily criticised. And that's something me and Chris have discussed a lot is that we don't want to go out there and push stuff on my page that, again, can't be replicated. So if I, I release this big video and we can't replicate it, it's hard. So there's got to be consistency with, with social media and with young, there's a lot of younger bands now, a lot of more juvenile systems. I know Chris is at Uddingston and he's, his band have got a great system, same at Ball Call. Mm. And a lot of these younger kids look to social media and, um, and if they're in pipe bands, they want to see videos, pipers and drummers. And I feel like we can really utilise it more. Um, I don't know, how, you, how do you feel about that, Chris? I think it's, social media's now been around for a long time, but Almost pipe bands are a bit slow to the, the races yeah. in the sense that every, if you look around, I think I like to do in all elements of my approach to pipe bands is taking external influences from different industries, different completely different things, and every industry sport, anything in the world uses social media and really tries to use it not just to promote the individual entity, but to try and expand it and grow it. And for me, that's always been the aim behind any work I've done in pipe bands. It's it's really, it's not a selfish thing at the heart of it to promote one person or or to show them off. It's really to bring and try and access new people and a new audience for the game and try grow it. Because a game we all love, and I'm sure we'd love to see it reach new heights and bring new people into it. So that, that's where it comes from. And I think I wish 
people would do more, but it's a difficult one, as everyone knows, because there's a lot of opinions flying about. And um, but I've said this to care since the start, and I, I try to tell my work with if you're authentic to yourself and true to who you are, what makes you feel good and what you're happy about, and you, you can't be slated for that if you're authentic and honest in your approach to everything. That's it. You can't go far wrong, I'm sure. Yeah, but I'd, honestly, I think social media is kind of like the Red Hot Chili Pipers. Now, how long? Bear with me on this one. The Red Hot Chili Pipers brought in guitars and drums and took it, you know, a non-piping audience. And everyone was like, wow, what are they doing? That's terrible. You know, and the piping scene was like, no, no, we all hate the chilies. But that band has been responsible for taking piping to a completely different level, bringing so many non-piping folk to the piping world. And they're all now involved in playing because of the chilies. And now piping fans are saying, oh, yeah, I love the chilies from the start. So I did, you know. So I think that's exactly where social media is at the moment. You know, pipe banders are kind of afraid of it and think, oh, no, I'll never put a photo on Instagram or never upload a Snapchat or something uh, because, oh, it's frowned upon. And I reckon you're 100% right that they're kind of a little bit stuck in the mud and can be doing more, I feel. Yeah. What do you guys think about that? Yeah. I mean, pipe bands, such a wide age gap as well. Uh, I think this is the thing is some people are more used to social media than others. Um. But I think everyone's got to kind of have an open mind about it because maybe some of the older people in pipe bands don't understand, but they, the guys have got to kind of learn and think about the other guys at this side. Yeah. Who, who, that social media is their thing. I mean, you look at pop bands and stuff who really promote themselves in social media, clothing brands. It is the way forward, in my opinion. Totally. And if pipe bands want to progress, we've got to follow that model. That's indeed. Yeah, I can't agree more. I think the, the chili pie a great example and I've been lucky enough to do a dozen gigs uh, with Billy Piper as, as a piper and uh, seeing that and um, the influence they have and the amount of attention they can grab is great so through my position at Livingston worked closely with, with capacity the leading drummer for a number of years now and he's obviously one of the, the core sort of members in full time and seeing the way that people interact with him because of how he is as a role model is incredible in the sense that I remember when we flew over to do the All-Ireland solos, he was getting stopped going off the plane by random people. And I know he probably doesn't enjoy it that much, but <laughs> influence and bringing in people that have got nothing to do with pipe bands and showing them what we can be about is great because it is a great sport. I mean, unless we're all insane, you know, we give up copious amounts of our time we actually pay to do it. We don't get paid to do it. And to incredibly <laughs> high level, there's something brilliant about the game and the way it is that makes us all want to do that. So I think if we can, that, what a selling point as a marketer, as a sort of someone in marketing, like sell that across the world. And I think people will come because uh, it's a great game and the competitiveness behind it is something else that I think I predict in time is going to get bigger and it's going to be a, a much more competitive thing because it's so, so unique in terms of music groups and mu- musicians competing against each other is mm. the same thing. Yeah, there's so nothing like it, you know? Yeah. yeah. Definitely. So I need to ask then, obviously with the pandemic and everything that struck, you did say that it has affected how you guys were going to be throwing yourselves forward in 2020. Now we're in 2021, the pandemic, we hope 
will be ending this year with a bit of luck with vaccines and stuff. Uh, what does the future hold for yourselves, lads, uh, going forward? Do we any new content on that? Yeah, definitely. It's something we're always thinking about together. We're, I think the main thing and the good thing about working with Chris is we both like to think before we do. So we're constantly thinking of new ideas and in the charity night video, we'll see different genres of music. That's something we really look to push because as we're just speaking about there, about growing the pipe band market, something like pushing the different musical genres as a way to get other people in pipe bands as well. So it's definitely something me and Chris are looking to do after we all we get this pandemic over with, whenever that is. Yeah. And um, in terms of bands with the pandemic as well, it's a difficult one because no no one knows going to be over so it's hard for us to prepare and just like ourselves with social media and stuff it's hard for everyone to predict but something we've got to get on with yeah yeah i think from my perspective the plans moving forward really we released the addison ray video and we're lucky to get good feedback and then it was from there we were planning for this the charity concert video and i think something that i'm trying to live by is uh We've seen, everyone's seen that life's too short and you can't take things for granted, so just go for it. And I think that the video that you've obviously seen, Rob, shows that. And um, that, I think that's what we're going to do is just go for it. And I think even though the video is high production, there's a lot of things that I, I would imagine, no disrespect to anyone cares, performance would be quite different to any of the others on the concert, which is no bad thing. Um, it's still sincere to him and that's that's the sort of, and the backbone of what we want to do going forward is to stay true to what he is because you'll know Rob is the same as myself we've seen care since he could barely walk in a kilt with drumsticks you know and <laughs> he's, he's so far managed to carry that through and he's at such a sort of Goldilocks age now that and and with the power of social media and his ability to shout out to the world this is who I am and it's just really exciting moving forward. And the main thing for me is to not just serve as a service to him, but be able to teach him ways that he can continue to grow the momentum himself without having to get external people to come in all the time. 100% Chris. Exciting times, Care. I have to say, man, honestly. I know I've spoke to you many times on the show, but since you've had the relaunch on the KMQ, and I see you're wearing your merch as well, for those watching yeah. the video, KMQ yeah. merch. Exactly. I love it, man. It's really exciting. Uh, so going forward then, after the charity concert then, uh, do you want to give us a little tease then, possibly what you might have in front of you after the concert? A continuation of what we've really been doing. Um... But again, it's taking the steps. Um, I get, as I said, musical genres, exploring different avenues. But I think mainly just enjoying my music is, is, a, is a main thing for me and staying true to myself. Um, but yeah, exploring music with different, different musical genres. And I mean, I'm, the traditional music is another avenue that I'm really interested in as well, mm. as well as pipe bands. I've been looking into Indian sort of music, different style of drums. So these are all things that we'll take into account. And all that's going to do for me is broaden my musical knowledge and stuff as well. So Sorry. a lot of exciting stuff ahead. Indeed. Now, Kerr, I have you here. I have to ask you about one of my favorite platforms this last while. Yeah. TikTok. I've been yep. obsessed with TikTok because yep. you have to have the attention span of a goldfish. 
every oh, video yeah. lasts about 60 seconds. But your videos, man, that, uh, I can't tell you just how amazing they are. <laughs> With these drumming videos that you've been doing this last while, in the car. Tell us about the idea behind this. Where did that come from? It was... It's TikTok's another social media platform for, for everyone, it seems, except in pipe bands. Everyone's yeah. utilising. And it's, it's absolutely crazy. So it was a no-brainer for me to get on the platform. And then you're thinking, well, who else do you know that posts drumming piping videos? And we've seen a few, like yourself, Rab. And it is fun as well. <laughs> it's... <laughs> It's staying true to the music, but it's having fun and enjoying. And again, hopefully, I know there's lots of people that comment in videos saying, oh, this is super cool. Mm. Um, how do you do this? How do we get into it sort of thing as well? So it's fun and it's getting new people into tight bands. And in the car, it's, it's easy as well. You know, you just put music through the radio, drumming, having fun. That's what it's all about. Just start, just start playing. Chris, this is what we were saying about folks engaging on social media. And that's what I've seen on TikTok on Care's videos. People saying, oh my God, that's amazing. Where do I go to learn how to do yeah. that? So yeah. isn't that something that we can achieve really through social media? For sure. I think TikTok is a great one because it's like a tasting menu. It's like I've seen the boys in the band, uh, for example, bring their their girlfriends and partners and stuff to, to the worlds and they trot them around for eight hours a day and, and it's no surprise they come around and say yeah. you know, maybe a bit too much but TikTok <laughs> go on 60 seconds a high sort of octane 60 seconds you're like wow that's really good and then you, you can grow that from there and I think I mean across the world they have TikTok and you can reach anywhere and mm-hmm. it's a, you can see some of the, the statistics on CARE's videos and the reach that he's getting is incredible so I think it's like you say, it's a, a really great analogy used with Chili Piper and it, it was taboo and now I'll have something to start with, I've got a t-shirt, you know, it's like uh, That's it. yeah. the same thing and I think it'll just, it, it takes people though to to be willing to put themselves out there like Care is doing, take a bit of criticism and just try, he's pulling everyone forward, really if we're going to be honest about it, he's, he's pushing everyone forward and Yourself as well, Rob, I, I cannot take it away from you. The, the amount that you do on social media to take this game forward is mm. incredible as well. It's more power to you. And I think if we can get more people pulling, because it's not, as I said, it's never, for me anyway, it's not for selfish reasons. It's not to promote myself. My face isn't in any of his videos. It's to, it's to bring the whole game forward and make it a game that's uh, more attractive to everyone, you know? Exactly. Yeah. And as you say, we're not all becoming millionaires from the piping game. And no. But that's not what this is about. We're trying to that promote is. and show folk our absolute love for it, you know, and that's really coming across. So, guys, I have to say, keep up the incredible work. We're nothing but huge fans. And uh, Care, keep TikTok on, man. Those videos are incredible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so for everyone then who who aren't aware then do you have any like points of contact and stuff and you know direct people where they can go and view your material yeah so i get if you want to get in contact or anything just through messaging or i'm gonna shameless plug, plug for the merch here and um, bios and instagram big cartel so link it's always in the bio and uh, usually in my posts i say link in bio so if you're looking at posts it'll be go. there um, and just touching on one more thing before we go here about the social media yeah. is that something with the TikTok we've, we've tried to do is we've looked at all the different social media platforms and what they offer 
So TikTok, it's all different content you're going to see and everything. So Facebook is your kind of longer videos that's yeah. drumming. TikTok, a bit of fun. Instagram, more picture-based. So across, across all the different platforms, there's something for everyone. And that's what we also try to create as well. There you go. Yeah, there's tons of great drama content on all of those platforms. Yeah. yeah, so there you go. No, fantastic work, lads. Keep it up. You know, I know this pandemic's rubbish at the moment and we're all kind of locked away, but you guys keep churning out the goodness and it's just really entertaining the piping masses. So thank you, guys. Ah, there you have it, folks. Yes, what an incredible chat with those guys, actually. And I really hope to have them back on the show again sometime soon because, <clears throat> yeah, I'm sure you'll agree. Really quite fascinating in the work that those two guys are doing there. And, uh, I have to, again, encourage you to get your tickets for this upcoming event this weekend. Even if you're only tuning in to see this one performance, uh, guys, it's incredible. But I have to say, honestly, there were some incredible performances by the rest of the acts included. In fact, the whole listing there, everyone brought it. There was no one kind of phoned it in as, oh, it's just a charity event. No, no one did this. Absolutely a lot of effort has went into this by both the performers and by ourselves, the organizing team. If you can, please go and pick up a ticket. Go to Eventbrite now. Search for it. Kids with Cancer Charity Event. And yeah, on the 20th of February, that's when it drops and on Eventbrite website. And you can tune in and watch quite an incredible event. I'm looking forward to that. So yeah, an interesting conversation there about uh, piping and drumming and social media. And how the guys see the future, actually, with engaging with the next generation. If you guys have any thoughts and feelings on this, of course, you can email us, bigrabshow at gmail.com. That's where our email is. Or, of course, if you want to do it anonymously, you can do it through Weekly Drone. Yes, we haven't had a Weekly Drone in a while. You may have noticed, like I mentioned. So, yeah, bigrabshow.com forward slash Weekly Drone is where you can do it absolutely anonymously. If you have any thoughts or feelings on what Kerr and Chris were talking about there, about the use of social media and piping and drumming in 2021. All right, guys, that's it for another Big Rab Show podcast. Thank you all so much for downloading this week and each and every week. And honestly, you guys are helping the wheels keep turning here by continuing to support us on Patreon. If you would like to help support the show, then you can do. Just head over there, click support, and every click honestly means the world to us. And you guys get access to tons of extra stuff. All sorts of piping and drumming exclusive stuff back there. Episodes of Rab Show Plus. There's our Fuse FM catch-up show. I could go on. There's loads back there. So, yeah, every click of support helps the wheels turn here along (laughs) each and every week. That's exactly what we're here for. All right, guys, we are out the door. Hope you've enjoyed this week's episode. Next week, we have quite an interesting episode focusing mostly on the educational scene, I suppose. Uh, but so yeah next week's episode will be really quite interesting looking forward to that because we've got quite some cool interviews to bring you so guys that's it i'm out the door stop spoiling next week's episode but yeah next week's will be a good one like i said any thoughts email us in weekly drone all that sort of stuff and uh yeah wherever you are i hope you're all keeping safe and well and you're all still managing to keep up the practice because we do hope within a matter of I don't know, weeks, months, years that we will be back on the grass again sharing our incredible music. And all of this will just be a distant memory. You know? Alright guys, I'm out the door. Take care. I'll see you all next week. All the best. Well, that's it for another Big Rab Show podcast. 
thanks so much for downloading this week. And a special thank you to our sponsor, G1 Reads. Played by bands around the world, they are the champion's choice. Played by two-time world champions in Vararian District. Don't forget to check out TheBigRabShow.com to be kept up to date with all the latest news and views from the piping world. And also check us out on Patreon. For five bucks a month, you can get your hands on tons of extra piping goodness and be part of the Patreon faithful. So until next week, guys, we'll see you right here on The Big Rab Show Podcast. All the best.